I tell you, we serve an amazing God. You know, so many times we just need to really just think about that, how amazing God is. I want you to know today as you're listening to this podcast that you and I have been given grace for the race. Race is defined as to compete with another to see who is the fastest at a set course or achieving an objective. The Bible lets us know that we are definitely in a race. But this race is not accomplished by the one who runs the fastest. That's the great thing about this race that we're in as believers. Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. Galatians 5 and 7 says, You are running a good race. Who cut in on you from obeying the truth? Habakkuk 2 and 2 says, Write down the revelation. Make it plain on tablets so that the person who hears it may run with it. Isaiah 40 and 31 says, Those who hope in the Lord, the Lord renews our strength. We will soar like eagles. We will run and not grow weary. We will not, we will walk and not be faint. So the Bible lets us know that we are definitely in a race. Grace, we see, is defined as the unmerited favor of God, freely given to us, manifested in salvation. Simple elegance or refinement of movement. This race is unique because although we know naturally in a race, the fastest runner receives the prize, the one who crosses the finish line first. However, Ecclesiastics 9 and 11 says, I returned and I saw under the sun that the race is not given to the swift nor the battle to the strong. And we know that when a person is running swiftly, they are running quickly or promptly. Thank God this race does not depend on how fast we are going. I tell you, we as believers, we have the favor of God in our lives. We have the grace for the race. Listen, people of God, I just want to encourage you to keep your guard up. Even as the runner is running in a natural race, he has to posture himself. He keeps his eyes on the finish line. I want to encourage you to straighten even your posture. Keep your head up. Watch and pray. Keep your guard up. Secondly, I want you to remember to keep your focus. Distractions, just like as the runner is running, there are distractions always in the stands. There are people yelling. There are people cheering him on. There are so many things that go on around this runner. I tell you, there are so many things that go on in our individual lives as we are running this race, as we are trying 
to finish our course. We have got to keep our focus. And then we must discipline ourselves. We have to make a choice to abide by the things that we have chosen. Discipline ourselves is important. Listen, we don't have to give in to the temptations that take us off the course from the choices that we have made concerning the things of God. And then we never, ever should compare ourselves to those people around us. God is looking at us. We each have our own course to finish. We each have our own race to finish. And we all don't run at the same pace. Listen, you have, I have grace for our race. I tell you, God has plans and purposes just for us in our lives. And then I tell you, never, ever lose hope. Listen, if you have life in your body, if you are breathing, if God has blessed you to see another day, you have hope. Never lose hope. God says that he will finish what he starts. How do I know? Well, God sent Jesus. And in John 19 and 30, we find the words as Jesus took a sip or took the vinegar as he was lifted up on the cross. And he said, it is finished. I tell you, Jesus finished. He completed his assignment that God gave him. And God has the ability to help us by his grace to finish our race. Now, another unique thing about this race, that to enter this race, one must be born again. You must be born again. You have to enter the race before competing in the race. So I tell you this, that over 2,000 years ago, that God had a plan to bring mankind back to himself, to give us a relationship in right standing with him. So he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross so that we can have a right relationship with him, so that we would have a way back to God. And it was only through Jesus Christ. I want you to know that Jesus loves you. I want you to know that there is nothing that you have done so bad that you cannot restore or gain a relationship with Jesus Christ, a relationship with God the Father. Jesus loves you. God loves you. If you don't know him as your Savior, I would ask you to invite him in. You may not even know what that means, but right now I would just ask you to bow your head, close your eyes, and say, Jesus, I believe that you were sent by God and that you died for my sins, that you were buried and yet rose again on the third day to set me free. 
I invite you into my heart right now. I ask you to come live in me, come dine in me, come sup with me, come lead me, come guide me in the name of Jesus. I tell you, simply, just as simple as that, as you inviting the master in, allow him to change you. You cannot change yourself. However, if you would allow God to change you by inviting him in, by letting him lead you, by letting him guide you, by letting him have a fellowship with you, trust me, your life will never be the same. I tell you, you have what it takes to finish what God starts in you. I tell you this, you have grace for the race.